0: Hi everyone, this is Kavita, Certified Empowerment Coach and Hypnotherapist, and you are listening to the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we explore topics that empower HSPs and empaths to go from surviving to thriving in the world. I use my years of coaching, my personal experience, and my training to provide deep insights and implementable strategies to help you thrive. Sensitive people and empaths, I am so excited to talk about a topic that a lot of my clients ask me about. And I myself have wondered about over and over again. And that is how to access your intuition. So I have talked about in the past, in episode 15, I spoke about how to use your intuition to make aligned decisions. So this episode is about how to access that intuition. So if you are wanting to use your intuition to make aligned decisions and you know how to access your intuition, then that's a great episode. If you're still learning tools and strategies and tips on how to access your intuition, then this episode is for you. I'll start with the first question that I get asked a lot. How do you know... If what you're hearing, you know, sometimes people hear that inner voice, right? We all have that inner voice that speaks to us. We hear our brain uh, saying things to us, sometimes nice things, sometimes not so nice things, right? So how do you know if that's intuition or it is your ego voice that is just trying to keep you safe? Now, if I'm using terms that you're not familiar with, I'm just going to briefly explain what I mean by the ego voice. So the ego voice is that inner voice that tends to stop you from making changes, that inner voice that tells you that you're not good enough, that inner voice that is constantly criticizing you in different ways. So that's the ego voice, and it's designed to keep us safe in the world. It's designed to be for us you know to act a certain way based on our conditioning uh, what we think is going to keep us safe in the world okay and that means that we don't change we keep behaving the same way that we always behave the ego voice can sometimes stop us from making choices or it's telling us that we're going down the wrong path right and so when that voice comes how do you know if it's that ego voice that's trying to keep you small Or it's the voice that actually wants to warn you that maybe this is not for you, right? So some of the tools I'm going to talk about in this episode will be helpful for that. But I will say the main difference between the ego voice and that inner voice, that intuition, or also the voice of wisdom is the voice of wisdom will not keep you small, the voice of wisdom will generally be kinder, will be encouraging, will encourage you to make choices that result in you being a better version of yourself. Okay. And it might even encourage you to take risks and do some things out of your comfort zone. The ego voice will come through and it's often fearful. And it's coming from this idea of, being afraid to make a mistake, and can often be very negative, right? And so it can sound like you're going to mess up again. What if you're making a mistake? That kind of dialogue versus the voice of wisdom, which would sound more like, okay, this is scary. I'm scared. Okay, I'm afraid. Now it's not telling you not to do it, but it's that I'm afraid. And then, you know, that voice can be like, okay, you can do this. You've done things like this before. And then the ego voice can step in and say, but yes, but you failed before, right? And so it could even be in the same sentence, right? So really paying attention and discerning between the energy behind that. And it takes some practice. And so some of the tools that you can use to access this intuitive voice and tell the difference? Is it like your intuition telling you this is not the path for you? Or is this your ego? Okay. So one of my favorite tools that I use a lot are Oracle cards. So Oracle cards, there's so many options out there. I am a collector of them. I have so many, and I actually have to stop myself from purchasing more of them (laughs) sometimes, you know, and using them more as like a reward or something that I gift myself because I can continue to buy them. I love Oracle cards. And what I do is I tend to cycle through them. So I'll use one for a while. I'll go to another deck, another deck. And when I do readings, I do Oracle card readings. I use, there's a specific deck that I use that I'm most connected with, right? So Oracle cards can be a tool that you can use to access that intuitive voice, to access divine, right? And since we're all connected, we're part of divine, The Oracle cards will serve as a tool for you to receive that wisdom, okay? So there's ways to use them. You know, one of the things is to make sure that you're connecting with them. Make sure you're really clear about your what you're asking uh, and not ask yes or no questions, right? It's not about yes or no questions. You need to phrase the questions like, what do I need to know about this? Or what could be the outcome if I go down this path? Right. And there are a lot of teachers out there that are masters at oracle cards and teach others how to use oracle cards. And so, you know, you, you can follow some of those people. One of my favorites is called at Baron Reed and I'll have a link to her website in the show notes. I have a lot of her cards. And, you know, the idea is that when you're not sure where to go or what the energy is going to be, around this situation or choice or relationship, you pull some cards. A lot of the cards come with instructions. So you can pull a past, present, future, one card for each. You can put the potential outcome. And remember, they're not predictive. Oracle cards are not predictive. They are just telling you the energy of where you are right now in this moment. If you go down this path, this is the most likely outcome. Okay. So I also have created A deck myself. They're called the Jewels Inside. And the purpose of that deck is more to access that confidence, that inner confidence. That's why we called it the Jewels Inside. And I say we because I created this deck with my sister who's an artist. So the jewels that are depicted on the cards are all illustrated by her. They're her art pieces and then the energy behind that and then the affirmation and the exercise for the day. And they're designed for you to pick a card a day and then use that as your guidance for the day, right? Where some other oracle cards are meant for more um, readings for yourself, right? So it depends what you're looking for. If, you know, the jewels inside sound like something you'd be interested in, I'll have the link also available. And so the thing about these tools is it's designed to bypass that conscious voice, that ego voice, that voices that's telling you what you need to do, what you should be doing. You know, the, based on the conditioning of the world and the lessons of the world, right? So these are this is just a tool that you can use to access that inner guidance. I pull a card a day, sometimes. Sometimes I'll pull more than one card if I have some things going on and I'm wanting some guidance. I pull card for others. I do readings for others. It's 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 just one way. So if that sounds fun and interesting to you, I'm going to encourage you to explore that. Okay, so that is one way you can access your intuition. Now, when you're doing it, like I said, make sure that you're calm, you're aligned and you're approaching it with clear energy, because I know sometimes I've pulled a card and it doesn't make any sense because the question I'm asking is not the actual thing I'm thinking about and concerned about. I'm actually more concerned about something else and the card can sense that that energy through the the card. It's like the, the Oracle cards know that's what you're actually asking, even though you may be verbalizing something else, right? So doing a meditation before doing some breaths, connecting with your cards and going from there and being clear about what you're asking. So those are just some tips. Another way that your intuitive voice and the voice of wisdom and divine speaks to you, because for me, they're all, you know, kind of one in the same Your intuitive voice is connected to divine. Your intuitive voice comes from within, but it also comes from divine because we're all connected, right? And so how does your intuition speak to you outside of you? And the way that I can see that is what I call angels in the world, right? So people, those people around you can sometimes give you a message that you need to hear, right? Maybe you had a question and you're thinking about that. And you meet someone at the grocery store line and that person says something to you that just resonates, or maybe it's the cashier at the grocery store, or maybe it's a friend you run into when you're out doing an errand or going for a walk, or maybe it's a text message, or maybe you see something that someone says on TV even that has to do with what you're thinking about and is giving you the message you need to hear. And so These messages that we receive externally, I don't believe in coincidences, and they're coming to you. Now, it's your choice whether you listen to them or not, right? So oftentimes, these instances come through strangers. I've heard so many of my clients, so many of friends and myself, you know, I'll hear something from a stranger, and this person will say something that it's like, how do they know I needed to hear that, right? Right. So I'll give you an example of something that happened to me recently. So I was out shopping, and one of the things that can happen with empaths is you have autoimmune conditions. So I have autoimmune conditions and started to develop another one, and I'm still in the process of figuring out what's going on and consulting naturopaths and doctors and just figuring it out. So I went to this place. I won't say the name of the place where I was looking for just a calming moisturizer to put on my face until I figure things out, what I can use. As I was talking, I ran into someone that worked there, but she was actually an esthetician, and she was telling me about things. And the messages she was giving me was something I really needed to hear, right? She started talking about diet and and gluten, and I said, well, I already am gluten-free, and I am already don't consume dairy. And she said, well, sometimes if you know, you've tried all the gut stuff and you've tried all the stuff, maybe you need to, you know, just short term use a prescription medication, right? Which, you know, I had been thinking about and something that I didn't want to do, right? Because I had so much fear around that. But when she said that, it was like a message that I needed to hear, right? so I'm still sitting with that and making sure that it's intuitive guidance, right? But it's just interesting because I was thinking about that. I went there for that. And I just happened to run into this woman who had experience with this, right? She had actually had clients and customers with experience that I'm having and gave me this message. So I'm going to explore and make sure that I've done everything before I go down that path. And I know that some of you may or may not agree with that right? But that's, that's the message that I receive. And that's the choice that I'm going to be making soon. <laughs> so um, another way that you can receive messages is related to these angels in the world, right? Especially the strangers are songs, or billboards. Okay, so have you ever had the experience of lyrics being stuck in your brain? The song or even just a phrase from a song that keeps playing over and over again. Now, sometimes that could be just, you know, it has a catchy tune, right? But other times you pay attention to what the lyrics are saying to you. Does it have a message for you? A lot of times I'll look up the actual song lyrics online and the actual phrase that is stuck in my head is what I needed to hear. But when I read the lyrics, that's a message for me. And it it has to do with what's going on or a question that I have in my mind about something or it's just something I needed to hear, right? So, you know, when does that happen to you? Pay attention, right? Does it have to do with a decision that you're trying to make or a, a person you're thinking about or something you're just feeling, right? So just pay attention to those messages. The other thing is sometimes, you know, driving down, the highway, you see a billboard, or you see uh, a sign on the road and that has a message or a phrase that you need to hear and, and something you really are wondering about. So that's another way that your intuitive guidance, divine can speak to you, right? So that your job is to pay attention, right? Pay attention to what's happening around you. Your intuition is actually speaking to you a lot and a lot of the time. We often just dismiss it. And especially as HSPs and empaths, we've been taught to dismiss our intuitive guidance because maybe when we were younger, we brought things we were feeling, thinking, sensing to our guardians, parents, and they dismissed it. And then we learned that, you know, not to pay attention to that. And if that happened over and over again, then it's hard to discern that intuitive voice to even hear it. So it it take some practice, okay? Another way that your intuition can speak to you is more of an active technique, right? So instead of waiting for a song on the radio or an angel to come, those are more passive and just receiving, right? But obviously the oracle cards is also a very active way to ask questions from your intuitive guidance. Another way is by the psychologist Carl Jung. He had a process called active imagination, and it's actually when your higher self, your inner self guides you. It's like a conversation, a dialogue with one part of your psyche uh, with the other. So it's like you're stepping away from being in your brain and in your life and seeing it from a different perspective. So you can do this. Usually the best way I have found is through journaling. Right. And so stepping into a different role, asking a question and then writing, uh, like a free writing of the response or the free writing, you know, can happen right when you wake up in the morning, when you're in a mild, uh, hypnotic state where your, you know, subconscious mind is easier to access. Right. So that's one way that you can use the active imagination. There are also visualizations and hypnosis that I do with clients to help them access that inner guidance. I would recommend doing that with someone that's qualified. It is more helpful than doing it on your own, although you can do it on your own as well. Uh, Especially if it's new, though, practicing with someone is really helpful and then doing it on your own after that. The final thing I want to talk to you today, another way that your intuition speaks to you is through your body, okay? Your body doesn't lie. (laughs) Learning to discern the way your body speaks to you is a key aspect of using your intuitive guidance to your advantage. So as someone that's a sensitive, you are able to really pay attention to your body if you want to be in it. We can also tend to leave our bodies because we don't want to feel things. We feel things so deeply. But if you're allowing yourself to actually be in your body fully, your body will tell you what is right or if something's not right. Okay. So when you feel a sense of dread about something, that's very different than feeling nervous butterflies, right? So that's one of the key ways that you can use your body. So, you know, how do you tell the difference? Well, start by remembering a time where you were nervous about something that you wanted to do, right? Maybe it was a date, a first date, or a speech, or calling someone, or a job interview, okay? Job interview that was for a job you really wanted, okay? So think about that time and take a few moments closing your eyes and really feeling yourself in those moments of actually that time when you were it was something you wanted to do, but you were just nervous. okay? And notice how that shows up in your body. How does that feel? Where do you feel that in your body? But a lot of people describe it as butterflies in their stomach, right? You've heard that. Now, the difference is dread. So now there's something that you know didn't work out, and there was part of you that knew it beforehand. Maybe there was a person, a path that is not right for you, and you now realize that you were right, whether you follow the intuitive guidance or not. So think of something like that and bring yourself into that scenario and notice how that feels in your body. A lot of people describe it as tightness. Sometimes throat chakra gets blocked. You know, different parts of your body feel it differently. So noticing for you how your body speaks to you, the difference between dread and uh, nervous energy, nervous excitement, and that difference is really important for you to discern when you're deciding if something's for you or not. Okay. So these are just some ways for you to access your intuition. Now, this is by no means exhaustive. These are just some ways and tools, and I you know, in a podcast, it's not possible for me to go too deep into any of them, but I'm hoping that you're able to pick one and try it, you know, pick maybe one or two, try it for a week, experiment with it, see what works with you, you know, as an empath or sensitive, your intuition may have been dismissed. So it takes effort to move past that conditioning, but this is one of your superpowers. So being able to use and access your intuition And quiet those shoulds of the world and the outer voices that are telling you how you need to be living your life. That is going to be key for you to be able to fulfill your life path and your purpose. So I'm going to encourage you to take some energy and time to strengthen that access to your intuition. Okay. And then, you know, remember that when you commit to something that is going to change your life, you know, maybe these last few months have got you to change your career or dive into a program, you know, you might feel that fear and that fear, the butterfly fear, that fear is not telling you you're on the wrong path. Okay. So that's why it's really important for you to discern between the fear and the butterflies. Okay. It feels completely different in your body. You know, the roadblocks are going to come. Your subconscious will bring these blocks because, because of the, this is the thing. You were conditioned a certain way. You've been living a certain way, behaving a certain way and making those changes are different. And we don't know what's going to happen, right? Your brain doesn't have that evidence of what's going to happen. And so it's, you know, those roadblocks happen. It often happens when I'm working with someone. Now I completely expect, expect after a few sessions that they're going to come back and there's going to be resistance and there's going to be pushback and there's things they are going to get off track, right? So just be aware that that can happen. And that doesn't mean you're going the wrong way. Okay. So choose one thing to focus on one or two things. If I could recommend one thing, making sure you can tell the difference in your body between dread and excitement. Or nervous energy and then using maybe oracle cards or active imagination, or even just setting the intention and say, I'm going to pay attention to what messages I receive from strangers this next week. Or I'm just going to pay attention to what songs come on when I turn on the radio and I get in the car, right? So setting that intention and then listening. So that's how you can use that and practice. Okay. And I'd love to hear from you if you've tried some of these techniques and what happened and what you received. If you are ready to access more of your intuition and you would like to work with a coach and I resonate with you, then I'd love to talk. I do provide clarity sessions, complimentary clarity sessions. There are no pressure. I feel like it's really important for me and you to connect so that we can see if it's a good fit to work together. And that is really important to me. So I'd rather have a conversation and talk about what's going on with you And I do teach my clients how to access their intuition and strengthen that. That's very important to me because then they're able to make decisions from that internal knowing instead of listening to all the messages outside of them. So until next time, take good care. Thank you for joining us for the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we focus on issues that are relevant to support highly sensitive people and empaths to thrive in this world instead of just surviving. I created this podcast to support people like you and me. So if you are called, please take a moment to write a review because you are truly appreciated as a listener and I would love to be able to share this knowledge with others. Your review is like an invitation for others to join you. Until next time... Take good care, bye.